G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast in what has been an interesting start to the week. Look, we've got um, we've got a number of downtrends on some of the lower time frames, and I'm just hoping that they sort of settle into good cyclicity. Because, look, realistically, uh, I, I can see the market going lower. That's my my take on it. If you recall back, what was the date? Uh, October nineteen. There you go. October 19, I, I did a video on TradingView saying $10,000 Bitcoin, the breakdown to open eyes. And it was basically saying you might not like what I'm saying here, but this could truly happen if we break that support. Now, we have broken that support and we broke it in very spectacular fashion, fashion of which I don't think we've seen the end of. I really don't. I think that with what's going on in the market right now, we're going to see other companies you know, unwinding their position associated with FTX. Now, whether that be that FTX was a liquidity provider, whether they are a fund, lending, I don't know. But it's only been, this is our second opening to a week after that news broke. So I think we will see more and I believe we will see more downside. Certainly a high probability of that in my view. Now, with that comes opportunity. And whilst many people out there right now will be licking their wounds, me included, um, I lost a lot. It's not been a pretty time. I will suggest this, whilst it might be too much for you right now to jump straight back into trading, I totally understand that. One thing to consider, however, is that during these periods in time, we carry a lot of emotional connection. We, we, you know, there's a lot of things that have happened this year. You know, if you didn't take profits in the bull run, that might make you feel emotional, watching your balance go up and then back down. If you got knocked out by Celsius or BlockFi or FTX or all of the above, I hope not. Uh, there's been a lot of reason for people to walk away from this market, to feel despondent, to feel angry, to feel sad, to feel depressed. It's a, it's, it's a horrendous period in time. But what I will say is this. If you need to take a break, take it. First things first. But don't don't let yourself get too far gone. Because think about this. We've all said it before. I wish I bought Bitcoin at X. I wish I bought Bitcoin at 10 cents. I wish I bought Bitcoin at $100. I wish I had da 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 Well, we, we, we find ourselves saying that today, the day to take advantage of those prices has passed, but will there be new events that provide the same level of opportunity going forward? I truly believe that there will be. And if you consider Bitcoin on its own, okay, and this is the thing that frustrates me. I was at a kid's birthday party uh, all day yesterday, or from 11 o'clock all day. It was a bloody awesome day, actually. Um, and uh, people were like, oh, crypto and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, but you can't, you know, I'm like, so oh, what do you think? Is Bitcoin going to fail? I'm like, Bitcoin's really never failed. It, it hasn't. Since inception, Bitcoin has continued to whack out its blocks, do its thing. Sure, the price goes up and down a lot. It's very bloody volatile. That's why we like it for trading, right? Whilst we see these events take place, Bitcoin continues to do what it was said to do. Now, we did a webinar today in the Discord community, the TraderCobb Discord community, for which you can find links all over my socials and also in this podcast here uh, in the description bit. But we were, it was myself, Lou, and Reese, the two, two other guys that I got in here as traders, and um, we were discussing all things. And, you know, Bitcoin has not changed. It continues to do the same thing. Now, we've got a halving event coming up in uh, was it 2024, which might feel like it's a long way away, but it's not actually that far away. Bitcoin's market cycles tend to last for about a year. Its bull runs tend to last for about a year, the, the, the super runs, the big ones. And then we go through a two or three year period of 
sort of grinding and getting the odd move here and there. Now, as traders, that's fine because we can trade those moves, right? But for the hodlers, they're sort of waiting a lot longer for those all-time highs to be taken out and then to do a two or three multiple, whatever it may be, above those all-time highs. What if this time we see, because there's a lot more institutional players involved in this, this most recent bull and bear run, what if we're to see a bull market that lasts for, let's say, two years? Let's double the cycle period. Two years it takes for a bull run. And we'll be interesting to see around this halving event if we do see something different occur because the halving has typically been the line in the sand which we've been able to sort of rely on for our bull markets. If I got a two-year bull market, there wasn't so like – and when I say two years, I don't mean you know, we might hit the same levels as we did in a year, i.e. we just race off, as is often the case. But what if we saw it over two years? So we didn't see multiple you know, 10% plus moves multiple times throughout that run. What if we saw it a bit slower, a bit more gradual? That would certainly fit what I want to see because that would give me more opportunity to find more trades. Because yes, when the market rips off, it's great if you're long or if you're short of its fall, and I'm talking about the bull cycle, it's great. It's really, really good. But you might not get as many opportunities. Now, I like to layer positions. So when I say layer, I mean, I'm taking a position. If I get another one and it's in profit or at least break even, I'll take it again and so on and so forth. So you you end up with your runners, your runner positions that are risk-free or in profit, they continue to build and you get these wonderful big positions that do you very, very good. And that's what I used to do in traditional markets, especially with equities. That was something that I would do. I would trade equities on a daily basis and then run them for potentially even months. There would be a long holding period for some of those positions if the market continued to be strong. You're trailing your stop, you're locking in your profits, yada, yada. I would be all about that. And it might also mean that the crash, when the crashes do come, are a little less radical. You know, they give us more time to be taking our profits, more time to be educated, more time to understand what we've got to take from the markets so it doesn't just sort of snap your fingers, boom, we just fell 20%. Now you don't want to take profits because you want to take it at the top. And it causes all this sort of internal dialogue that is sort of not really that good for you to be decisive. So a bit more time might be what, we were, what we're after. Whether or not that happens, I'll be watching this next halving event very, very closely. But anyway, following on now into our markets, again, just a reminder, opportunity comes all over the place. Get the emotions out. Start to consider what your options are. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say about Bitcoin. I don't think I've seen a more um, a world in which there is a strong case of Bitcoin than what we have now. Inflation is bad around the world. All right. We've got the talk of central uh, central bank digital currencies and a lot of talk very recently as well at certain events that have been going on around the world. This is about knowing exactly where our money goes, exactly what we're spending it on. And there's also these different these different systems of basically, uh, what would you say, uh, surveillance of us, knowing what we do. Oh, you don't if you don't do this, then you can't spend money on this, so on and so forth. Now, whilst that might seem like conspiracy theory jargon right now, it actually isn't. They're talking about this sort of stuff at the highest levels. The central bank digital currencies are a hot topic right now, and it would give essentially governments the same sort of power as what the Chinese Communist Party has, which would therefore suggest that we can't do the things that we want by association of X, Y, and Z. Now, that's a scary thought to have. Inflation high, that's also something that's hurting the market and individuals around the world. You've got interest rates rising. The world is becoming much more expensive. With The, the cost of buying things becoming more expensive and wage growth stagnant in many areas, it doesn't bode well. Bitcoin solves this. And whilst it, yes, goes up and down wildly, it does. There's no doubt about that. 
The more people that buy, the people that bought in 2017 at the absolute high at 20,000, they're only down a little bit, but they would have been spending their money as they were going about it if it was a system that we could uh, easily accessible, like easily spend it, and you can. It's just a few hoops to jump through. If it was easier than that, they could have been spending their money for their groceries, or sorry, spending their Bitcoin for their groceries. While Bitcoin was at sixty-five thousand US dollars a pop, meaning, yeah, they they did good during that period because effectively it's a form of profit taking. You're buying goods and services at a high price of the currency that you're holding. It will essentially be a swinging pendulum. As the markets get stronger, your dollar will go further. You'll need to use less of your Bitcoin. As the markets fall down, yes, you'll need to use more of your Bitcoin. But it will all balance itself out one way or the other if it's, you know, if it's a constant with what we sorry, if it's a constant that we use to spend for our services. So a few more things to think about. Bitcoin's not done anything wrong. Bitcoin has continued to do what Bitcoin has always done. And I get behind Bitcoin because it is a very, very secure place. It's the centralized businesses that have been the issues of the year. Anyway, so last week on Bitcoin, only down 0.2 of a percent. We've got all this talk of Genesis and maybe further uh, bankruptcies or, or whatnot going on in our space. And still, Bitcoin was only down 0.2 of a percent. It's now at 16,100, down 0.9 of a percent. Ethereum came up a bit more last week, down 6.5%, currently sitting at uh, $1,126. It's down 1.2% today. A little bit of a trend starting to form there. I want to see it solidify. I want to see better cyclicity and more opportunities for us to trade. And I'm only trading very small sizes right now as uh, I did have a lot locked up in FTX. So there you go. I'm with you. Uh, Binance last week did close the week down 4.44%. It's down 1.7% now at $259.29. XRP closed up. The only one in the top 10 to close up, up 5.85%. It's down a percent now at 35 cents. Doge sitting at 7.5% was down 9.3% last week. It's down 1.6% now. Cardano did break its lows. Its most recent lows were broken last week. It was down 5.5%. It's pushed down a little bit lower today. It's down 1.9% at 30.5 cents. Matic down 9.32% last week. It's down 1.1% right now at 79 cents. Dots down a percent today, down nine, oh, sorry, 8% on last week uh, at $5.23. Solana last week was down 6.5%, currently down 4.3% at $11.70. And Shiba, I'm not going to tell you the price because there's so many damn zeros, but it was down last week 2.66%. It's down 1.7% right now. Interestingly enough, with all this that's been going on, our top 10, let me take you through who was broken, sorry, who was pushed to new uh, bear market lows in 2022. First on the list is Bitcoin. Yes, it has pushed itself to new lows over the last couple of weeks. Ethereum, not as of yet. In fact, uh, for Ethereum to break new low, to achieve new lows, uh, it would need to, <coughs> excuse me, it would need to, from current prices, still fall another 23%. Okay, on to Binance now. For Binance to set new 2022 lows, it would need to fall 30%. So still holding well above those lows. XRP from current price to break new 2022 lows would need to fall 20%. Uh, Doge from current price to new low. Sorry, I dropped the button. Uh, from current price to new lows would still need to fall 36%. Cardano, as I said, has pushed to new lows. Matic, if it was to do the same from current prices, would need to fall uh, 60%. Wow. Dot has pushed to new lows. Solana has pushed to new lows. And for Shiba Inu, or however you pronounce that dog, 
uh, it would still need to fall a further 18% to take out new lows. So even during the spectacular failure of markets and, and centralized platforms and whatnot, we are still seeing much of our top 10 holding fairly strong. Ladies and gentlemen, I do, I do believe that we will see further moves to the downside as things un, you know, unfold. We, we're only the second week into this FTX saga and there will be more things that will come out. Don't forget as well, when you're looking at these, um, these uh, proof of reserves with these exchanges, that is only one part of it. You might have a million dollars in the bank, but if you are eight million, you are not really in a good position, are you? They need to show our debts. They need to show, sorry, show their debts. They need to show an audit from a third party that is, you know, something that's a little bit more than, hey, look how much we've got. Uh, I can see Coinbase uh, has liabilities order uh, from Deloitte. That was the 31st of December, 2021. Uh, Kraken was Armanillo LLP, the 30th of June, 2022. And recently it was Gate, which was also uh, audited by Armanino LLP on the 19th of October, 2022. A link that you can go to for this is defilama.com forward slash sex. That's with a C. EXS. Once the liabilities auditors start to come in, uh, that's when I'm going to feel a lot more comfortable uh, about everything that's going on right now to find the new platform to trade with. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've had a fantastic weekend and you started the week off with a smile on your dial. It's uh, This life continues to move on. Yep, you take hits, you learn your lessons, but you keep on keeping on. And that's what I intend to do. I will continue to live with a smile on my face no matter what comes of it. Take care. And I hope you will. Bye for now.